Hey everyone, how are ya? Welcome to Rook on the radio. We had a really good episode this time. Dozen, my friend, incredible rapper, very talented. I'm going to play a little bit of his music to start off. Came by and we just had a blast talking about uh, his inspiration, his music, and all things in between. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Rook on the Radio. Let's get Rook on the radio, radio. He's talking to his friends and people we know. Could it be you? I hope you like the host of the show. That's me. It's Rook on the Radio. Thank you, Dozen, for being on the show. I'm really, really excited to have you. Um, so Thanks welcome. for having me, man. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. I appreciate it. Anytime. I'm looking forward to doing this a bunch with everybody so if we ever can get together again and do another one that would be great yeah definitely man i would definitely love to do that i appreciate you having me on here anytime so like i mentioned dozen is an up-and-coming rapper and i um i don't know anything about rap honestly (laughs) but i think you're very talented so i was like yes i've seen i mean we've worked on projects and stuff so i was like yeah Yeah. let's get you on the show uh let's do a little interview about like you and what you're about what your music is and stuff like that. So yeah. right off the bat, what's your earliest music memory? Like what really stands out to you is like the moment you're like, I am about this music. Okay, well, one of my earliest, I'd say, music memories with something that inspired me. I think I was like 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And then my mom turned on 8 Mile. And it, maybe some people might think it's inappropriate to watch, but like, yeah. But yeah. it kind of just, it put me in a mind state of like, this is cool. I want to be able to do this. But I wouldn't say that movie strived me to become a rapper, mm-hmm. but it kind of pushed me to see if I could do it. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So it, it kind of was like, all right, if Eminem can do it. <laughs> well, which which I'm not saying like Eminem's not super talented. But if you're like, you kind of see that as a young age, you're like, oh, okay, someone who looks like me can do rap. Yeah. And, you know, I think that was such a, such a, like, a misconception, you know with me because I didn't really uh, understand that I could Uh because, I mean, I didn't grow up in a horrible neighborhood or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Not the the traditional where, like, young rappers come from and, like... Yeah, my neighborhood was bad, but it Mm -hmm. wasn't, like, Chicago bad. Mm -hmm. We were, like, south side suburbs, like, by, like, Midlothian Robbins area, so it, it wasn't too bad, but... A lot of there was a lot of bullying mm-hmm, and stuff too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. after I started that, so it was a definitely a, a weird thing to transition through. Yeah, I get you. So, so when you started rap, that's when the like the bullying and like the, yeah. the teasing kind of started. Yeah, because you know I was like I'd say ten years old. At, it wasn't like smack dab like oh I see this movie, and take I'm out a notepad. Right yeah, away. no, 
it just gradually like lived in the back of my head. I remember I was like, I had to have been like 10 or around there and I transferred schools. I went to the school called Colmar, uh, yeah. in Midlothian. Yeah. And I just me trying to rap in school and stuff like that and writing all class periods, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Trying to show people and people just didn't really, really care. Yeah. yeah. You know it, what I mean? It's, it's tough at that young age to be like, Oh, I really have these dreams. And like, as kids, people are like, oh, okay, your dreams or whatever, you know, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Um, but then other kids just being like rude, mean, cause kids are mean. Yeah. Kids no. are, yeah. kids are damn mean to whoever, whenever. Um, I had a, a similar experience. Like I, I played guitar and I was a musician, but mm-hmm. like, I've never been a strong singer at, at all, I would say. And so like I would sing in school and like do like the talent show or whatever. And people are just rude. And I, so I get where you're coming from with that. So rapping, when did you really start being like, I want to do this. I want to start writing. I want to start getting into it. Um, yeah. Okay. So I would say when I was about 12 years old, that's when I, I've been getting bullied at that time for about two years. Um, and it was really tedious shit. You know what I mean? Like teasing in school, even the teachers, like I had one teacher going to leave her name out for purposes, but, um, she read three pages of my notebook to the whole class and that just did not help me at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I, like when I was like, and I also got transferred, I got kicked out of Colmar and I went over to Central Park. Oh, good time. So, yeah. So that was definitely a weird thing, a, a new environment, even though it wasn't that far away. And yeah. the same thing carried over there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, when I was about 12, I'd say that's when I really started like, hey, I want to do this. And henceforth, why my name is Dozen? Because my original name was BG12. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, part. yeah, definitely. I remember in yeah. the beginning. And I, I wanted to switch and, and you know, because I didn't like the whole BG thing. But Yeah, I, mean, I get you. It, it's... Making your brand is hard. Yeah, no, definitely. So, so the dozen comes from at twelve. You were like, "This is what I want to do." Yeah, because I, I was gonna ask you where they came from on the podcast. I was <laughs> like, "I've never asked why he calls himself dozen," but now I know, and that's yeah. that's actually really cool. Instead of just being like, "My name's Fartmaster Twenty Twenty or something Fart stupid Master like that." Twenty Twenty. Like you don't. It's a Fortnite name. It's a, it is absolutely some some twelve year old on Fortnite's like I'm Fartmaster Twenty Twenty. I'm gonna. <laughs> You're, you're gay and stuff. Like, oh, God. 12-year-old kids are the worst with insults. Yeah. yeah. I was one of those kids. Oh, ev- everyone is. Like, I know from growing up in, like, my neighborhood. Mm. And because um, I grew up in Mount Greenwood. And, like, it's whitewashed. Mm. Like, 99, 100% is, like, whitewashed. Yeah. And, you know, you grow up in that environment where people are kind of racist. People mm. are bigoted. And you say things at an early age because you don't know they're wrong. Yeah. And so I would say, you know, inappropriate things. Yeah. But then you, you get this consciousness when you're older and you learn and you meet new people and you're like, oh, wait, that's not right. Yeah. I mean, I when I was younger, like Modern Warfare 2 days, I would hear a lot of like a lot of that stuff. Uh, I, from an early age, even though I was bullied, uh, I'd say that it was about 60 percent of my neighborhood. I was like mainly a black neighborhood. So like mm-hmm. all my friends are black, mm-hmm. you know, and I know that's not what you were saying at all. But no, still, like inappropriate you. things that people say. In like game lobbies and stuff. Yeah, you know, because the yeah. safety behind the microphone. Yeah, no, definitely. And, and yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I went to Keller, which was a um, a magnet school, so it drew from all over the city. So mm. I had black friends, I had Mexican friends. Yeah, and I I'm really grateful for that experience mm-hmm. because then you kind of learn everyone else has got a story. Everyone comes from different upbringings, and it's mm-hmm. it's not okay to judge people or be a dick. Yeah, no, so, definitely. And then I mean, I I know people who grew up in 
uh, similar type neighborhood that have not changed and they refuse to change and you're just like you feel sorry for them because you're like if you can't evolve like why are you i don't want to talk to you like i've cut out friends because they refuse to stop being racist yeah i mean see see that's uh that that's the thing that i had to do too um even family because you know i don't fuck with racism at all yeah no it's so yeah bigotry any of that yeah no yeah none of that you know and that's something that's a totally different horizon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, speaking, there, there, yeah, still, there comes yeah. there comes to be a point when you're just like, I'll be cordial if I have to, but yeah. I'm not, I'm not fucking with it anymore. So, yeah. um, yeah, I was gonna talk about the inappropriateness because, like, obviously in rap music, there's a lot of um, slurs. You you tend to stray away from that stuff, I would say. Yeah, because of your, you know, you care about that. You don't want to go off, but I feel like a, from what I've heard, a lot of earlier rap music has a lot of those slanders and stuff but i feel like more artists nowadays are trying to be conscious of that of the social issues do you keep that in mind when you write your music uh yeah so i mean i have a lot of friends um that are gay and uh and all that stuff in the lgbtq community yeah 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 that's from different for for, for lack of better like words in that community and in the in different you know communities that you if you have friends in that area, you don't yeah, want to be but I mean, I also look at it like this. Um, I find that music's a good expressure, you yeah. know, a good way to express it yourself. It always has been. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't totally, me personally, me being a rapper, it's, I think it's different than like a listener. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when people say those words, cause I have said those words in my, in my earlier music. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think like the turning point with that, um, I'd say was when I changed my name and I really started doing stuff Rebranding. like better. You know, and all those. Which is an absolutely banger of a song. Thank I'm going to throw a clip of that in probably between this part and the next part. Yeah. Just because I'm like, oh, this is better. Boom. Uh, which is a great song. And I really do love the meaning and the message. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it's definitely, you know, going back to, uh, you the know. The BG 12 days versus the dozen days. Yeah. I mean, here, here's my thing, you know, and obviously I'm just phrasing off of what people say like but when people say stuff like oh this person's gay or like faggot or whatever on a record i feel like it just takes away the context of what you're really trying to say yeah i i think in that point yes that sometimes to be offensive makes a point Mm -hmm. but you don't have to be offensive to make that point especially with rap or any sort of music yeah It's, it's an expression it's it's it should be raw emotion how you feel of course um but it is it is difficult if that's like like with the earlier rap music and like so talking about forms of oppression like fuck the police yeah it's a fucking timeless amazing song and that was their way of expressing how they felt about the injustice and everything like that. yeah so and with art you can't it's hard to censor yourself because you want to be expressive you want to get this raw emotion from people but at the same time the line of like where offensive, does it end? Offensive yeah. versus trying to make a point, or trying too hard because yeah. there's a lot of people that yes, do that. There is, you know what I mean. There's a lot of people that try to um, bring hammer out in the point. Too yeah, hard. they they yeah they hammer the nail way too hard. You know, like there's With people a lot that try of media. to yeah, and you know, honestly, believe it or not, like I see more. I see a lot of people do that when a lot of people try to like be like, I'd say Eminem. 
mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, because he's he's real explicit. Oh, oh yeah, of course, you know. But I mean, like, because I've been getting those comparisons. Like, I don't like to, but because I'm white all the time. Oh yeah. That's why also I try to stay like shy away from that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know what I, I get I mean? the Seth Rogen and Jack Black, which Jack <laughs> Black absolutely love that comparison, and I don't have anything against Seth Rogen. I just am like. I think I'm funnier and better looking than Seth Rogen. Like, if I can toot my own horn. But, like, I get the, oh, you look like Seth Rogen, especially when I wear my glasses. I'm like, I'll kill you. I'll kill you, dead. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, I, I definitely uh But I get the, the comparisons, like, because you want to be an individual. Yeah. You want to be known for your own work. Definitely. But there is inspiration in everyone's work from somebody else. So, oh, yeah. on that topic, who are your biggest inspirations? <sighs> I, in like rap music or just rap in general? music, all music. If you want to talk about like life coaches, whatever. What inspires you to get out of the bed in the morning and work on your music? Honestly, uh, if we're talking like music that inspires that, uh, I grew up on a lot of like Metallica, Def Leppard, Bon Jovi, Marvin Gaye, that mm-hmm, kind of stuff, mm-hmm. Fleetwood Mac. Mm-hmm. Um, not inspiring me to get to a level of uh how can I say this stardom mm-hmm. or the, it, it's mainly the respect for me. That's really what I care about. Yeah. But yeah, I'd say, you know, a lot of rappers do like, I really enjoy, you know, I like M stuff, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Hobson, like mm-hmm. Tupac, Biggie, Nas, rock him. The classics. Yeah. I mean, it definitely, uh, is something that I studied. I studied a lot of those guys, but it's kind of like, you can only study someone so much. Like, yeah, I mean, you, we can't study Isaac Newton and become the new Isaac Newton. No, you, know what you I can mean? only like, do so much because everyone's got their own flow, their own panache yeah. to when they write music. Of course. Like, I know I'm inspired, um, Johnny Cash, Bob Dylan, stuff like that, mm. but I can't be them. I have to be them with a combination of being my own self. Yeah. So I, I really, I like that answer because you're, you can only do so much when you're studying under a teacher and mm-hmm. then it, there comes a point when you can either, you know, repeat that and do the same formula or try to do something new yeah there's people so, that do it better and there's people that um do better do better <laughs> there's people that do it better than like you know their idols and there's people that uh never will even come close yeah and i want to be the person that does better than all of them absolutely i i, I and i will be one of the things absolutely one of the things i admire about um your drive I had to take a sip of tea. One of the things I admire, yeah, right. One of the things I admire is that you have such a, an incredible work ethic. You're always like, "Oh, I've got this idea. I've got this project. Yo, come with me to this, or come out yeah. to this." And I'm like, "Dude, the guy's got a lot of energy." And maybe it's just because I got old, <laughs> and I'm like, "Cause you know, you're you're a fresh twenty year old. Yeah, you're, you're turning what twenty one and uh, twenty one on February twentieth. Happy early birthday. Yeah, thank you. Um, thank this you. episode will probably be out right before that, so yeah. it'll be cool. Um, but yeah, you're, you're fresh. You, you have a whole lot of hopes and dreams mm-hmm. and I really love that. And you're, you're really, really driven to get those done. Yeah. Like, and you've gotten a lot of stuff down. You have what, two music videos or yeah. what? I forget how many. So, um, one of the first things I did, um, try not to make this too long, but we've got a lot uh, time in the world. <laughs> when I did a uh, lucky you, that was back in March of 2019. I was heading up to Grand Rapids, Michigan to uh, meet with my producer, Biko Productions, yeah. for the first time. So, Crackalack, uh, who was the videographer for that project, mm-hmm. um, he told me we if I just record something real quick, you know. So, I hopped on that Lucky You by Eminem and Johnny Lucas, yeah. did some stuff in a closet, and then drove up to Grand Rapids Fuck. and did production, you know. 
And so I, I, I wouldn't count that as my first actual music video. Okay, you know, because it was, it was a like good, a one take remix. Yeah, it was a good intro to it. Yeah, and it, but it was it was fun. It was like negative fifteen degrees outside in Ann Arbor, like right by Ann Arbor Grand Rapids, mm-hmm, that area. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was Ann Arbor. I don't know. I'm and not you were familiar. outside. Yeah, I was outside with a hoodie and no shirt on underneath the hoodie. It was crazy. But art is pain. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, but I would say when I first started, yeah, um, better. Um, and then the whole Nightfall EP. And then which Zeus. is which is awesome. Go check out the Nightfall EP on Spotify or wherever you, you can stream you. music. Um, it's on all of them, right? The yeah, Night, uh, Nightfall um, isn't on YouTube yet. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of, you know, I, I like to keep things separate. You yeah. know what I mean for you wanna, projects you wanna, and videos yeah, on YouTube for right now. Absolutely. So if anybody's wondering that, um, that is what I do. I try to keep my music videos controlled on YouTube yeah. and build that up, and then eventually, you know. Work your way into yeah, things. Yeah, it escalates. Um, yeah, but check out Nightfall EP on Spotify. Uh, just search Dozen. You'll see his handsome face, and you can listen. Nightfall's good. I'm, I'm actually, I was pulling up Spotify mm. before. Well, the beautiful thing about having my computer in front of me is I can look up anything mid-podcast, and I like it. Yeah. So the, the one of the, the songs I really like is Better mm. on your, your top five, which are Zeus, Better, Nightfall, What It's Like, and We're Not Friends. Mm-hmm. Um I think out of and they're all explicit, lovely. Yeah, I love that. They are. I love that because it, it's are. just so much fun. Um, I like Nightfall a lot, but I think honestly, one of the newer, the Zeus one, yeah. is absolutely fantastic. I've played it for some people, and they're like, "Oh fuck yeah, dude, this guy rocks." Appreciate so, it. So yeah, no problem. I'm always about like that's why you're on. I'm always about like getting people at least as notice as they can. Obviously, this isn't a super famous podcast, but mm-hmm. it's something that someone could see somewhere along the road. And it's still fun to do, but I, I like getting your story because everyone has a story and everyone's got And if this is, I'm the first interview, so when you make it famous, I'd be like, I the interviewed first him. interview. I interviewed him first. What up? <laughs> the first interview. I love it. Dozen. So I wanted to ask you about your process. Okay. Your songwriting process. Yes. That's something I'm always familiar with or interested in because. My songwriting process for guitar is like play chords that sound good and then just improv over them vocally to see what it makes me feel. So what do you do when you first start to write a song? Okay, so, I mean, the first thing, I mean, I don't usually write without instrumentals anymore. Yeah. Um, so the first thing that I usually do is I get a beat from my producer, mm-hmm. uh, Biko, and I kind of just plot. So what I'll do is I'll kind of find that pocket and what kind of multi-syllable rhyme schemes I could use and kind of just pick a flow. So example, um, for Zeus, you know, I was sitting there listening to it and it, I just thought in my head, I think I'm a guy like Zeus. Yeah. Plotting in a blacked out booth. Like, and that kind of just put me in that pocket, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I just kind of filled in through that. So I, a lot of... uh like just making rhythms and finding out what rhymes, you know, as for like double entendres, you know, triple entendres, that stuff just kind of comes to me. Yeah. You know, um, and the more you yeah. write, the more, I mean, not the more better, but the better you get with it. You, yeah. You get to learn, okay, well, if I change this up here and do that, mm-hmm. do you ever consult a rhyming thesaurus or do you um, just go like, this is what I can think of? I, I th- I've done it before. I'm not going to sit here and say I haven't, you know, everyone the, like, needs help. Yeah. No. Um, I usually try to go in blind with stuff. 
there's been times in the past where I've written stuff that hasn't come out where I've like kind of kind of done that. Yeah. Um, I read the dictionary a lot, so I usually don't have to. Well, do educated that. people are better writers. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm not the best with education, but uh, I've been reading dictionaries nonstop. Yeah, I mean, you know. it's good to it's good to know, be informed. Yeah, definitely. Even if you're not using, like, the thing is, don't don't become one of those uh, rappers that like rap about like Egyptian hieroglyphics and yeah, like, gotta, all that crazy. Keep it relevant. Yeah, like yeah, molecule, mo- molecules, I don't, molecules, <laughs> molecules. Yeah, but yeah, yeah all that. Are hard like, to say. Okay, damn it. Yeah, you know what? It's fine. It'll I'm a fine. rapper, not a speaker. Yeah, I'm not a public speaker. Uh, yeah, so forever. so you you get the beat. Yeah, you think of a, a flow or a yeah. pattern, and then you just kind of riff it. Yeah, basically. And then what I'll do is I'll book uh, a studio session. I'm actually I have a session uh, on the 16th of this month. Right on. Yeah, exciting. Are you recording something new? Yeah. Um, oh, can you tell us about it at all? Yeah, I can. I'm not that. I'm not at that point yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can. You can give me just a brief thing to get the. People, yeah. Get the people stroked. If yeah. You I mean, anybody. If you are listening to this, from I'm sure I posted this on all socials when this comes out. Um, I have a another Nashville, Tennessee trip. Yeah. Not going to say when. Yeah. It it is coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, I plan on shooting two music videos out there. Nice. So, um, for this track right here, it has a special guest on it. Oh yeah. And I'm just kind of. That's all I'm going to say. No, but it, it has a special guest on it, and it's a very Hell yeah. nice follow-up. I'm excited because that was the one you were like, hey, come with, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. that was the one. Ah, now it's on recording, so you can't back out. <laughs> no. uh, I'm excited. Um, yeah. We'll talk about the date after, and I can request that off to get going. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, it's going to be exciting. because So you've got the two official music videos mm-hmm. done right now, and then you're working on two more. I am, yes. So a total of four, in case you're keeping count at home, folks. That's exciting. I really, really like what you've got so far. Thank you. Um, and like I said, I really admire that drive because you got to hang on to that, especially like getting into my career now. Mm. I, for three years, have been trying to get into it and finally got a chance. So mm. like you starting so young, having so many projects already, um, getting the, the recognition you get, like your your Spotify plays have gone up immensely from yeah. what I've noticed. So like, I'm going to I'm going to get back on this and look again. So <clears throat> Zeus already has 7,000 listens, which is incredible. And then 4,000 for better and it goes down from there, but I mean, you've got a damn good amount of listens. You've got a bunch of followers, I'm assuming. I don't know if you know how many you have off the top of your head, but yeah. you're doing great, um especially for such a young and I don't mean to say young like rudely, but like nah, you are younger. That. You have a long way to go but I it do. looks like you're climbing pretty steadily um but don't ever get discouraged if you get knocked back a few pegs because that's that's the industry yeah no nah. i mean it could take you 10 years to make it, it could, you can make it tomorrow nobody knows but yeah. it's you, you have a very good start mm-hmm. and that's super important to hang on to man um i appreciate that. don't ever let go of your drive or your interest because i'm super excited to see what you're going to put out recently and in the future so we talked about your upcoming projects. We talked about your process to songwriting. We pretty much covered all my questions I had for you. Um, but I, I'm i really looking forward to your new shit. I'm going to actually showcase um, two songs So on this episode that I'll, I'll give a snippet to and we'll post the link to your Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, anywhere people can follow you that you want to put out there. Yeah, um, you could follow me on Twitter and Instagram at uh, Dozen Stays Fluent. Um, and I will also post the link to those as well. Yeah. 
and you know Spotify. Uh, Spotify dozen. Yeah, dozen official on YouTube. Hell yeah. Um, you know stuff like that. I'm also on like Pandora and iHeartRadio, but I think it's just like dozen. I don't really uh go into those. Yeah, you I, know, I, I don't think I, when I put this podcast up, it's like Spotify is good enough. Yeah, no Spotify. Yeah, I mean because I, I feel like most people use Spotify. With yeah. my experience, I don't know, but um, I will get you a copy of this if the videos all work out for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can put that on your your YouTube as well if you'd like to. Um, this is this is exciting stuff. I really yeah. I'm excited for your new videos. Um, so am I. I'm very you, excited. Are you doing the same cinematographer or the uh, videographer? Yeah. So um, I recorded uh, better under uh, a Chicago based videographer named Aaron. Uh huh. And let's give Aaron a shout out. Woo-woo. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, Aaron Beasley, cinematography. You guys could definitely check him out. Check He's him out. a really good guy. Good. A really close friend of mine, actually. Um, and then I did uh, Zeus um, under Patrick Toehill's company, Mondo Company. Um, and if, if you're not familiar, Patrick Toehill's worked with people like Dolly Parton, NF. Uh, oh, yeah. Super big with NF. Like he, oh, yeah. you know, I actually got in contact from, from Patrick um, from a friend of mine and it, it's kind of cool though because like with Biko, my producer yeah he works with nf2 i didn't even know that at first so it's like that happened and i was like you know cool mm-hmm. and then i seen the videographer in nashville and i'm like that's even better now patrick didn't shoot my stuff um yeah. a friend named bennett did okay that he knew uh who's under his company but yeah, yeah man good people it's, it's good to have very those, talented. Those company the connections of yeah. like you know people that are, are willing to work with you willing to help you out and it sounds like it's a company that knows what they're doing i of mean course. i've seen the videos they look great yeah i mean we've done stuff and it's nowhere like my production crew it's nowhere near as good because you know they've been doing this, this they, they, you know yeah I, I think it and just depends how long you do it yeah you know? it, it's a it's a matter of how much and how long you do it and it's it's good for you to use these you know these big names at least for now because you're getting the exposure to and you're getting mm-hmm. a lot of experience with learning how a music video set works and yeah. how to film and like the more I'm on a set the more I'm doing something I always learn something which is invaluable so another question what's the most valuable thing you've learned while on set of a music video hmm I didn't prep you for this one because I yeah. didn't think we'd get to I, this I, I, but I, I take would, a minute the most valuable thing I learned um I'd have to say to be cautious with movement mm-hmm. um, and like pay, pay attention to the camera, prep accordingly. There's a lot of stuff I learned. Uh, be humble. You know, I had an assistant on yeah. the shoot of Zeus bring me a water. That's and crazy. I was like, what? Thank you. Yeah, I was like, thanks. <laughs> Do you need like a dollar tip? Like, is this how this works? Yeah, nah, but that's definitely uh, that's cool. Yeah, it, it def- stay humble. I mean, always yeah. stay humble, no matter how big you get. Yeah, I haven't really had any exposures to knock me on my ass to where I'm not humble yet. But that just kind of, you know, happen, some people. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I hope not. I, I mean, hope not too, because you you seem like you're confident. Yeah, obviously, you I'm just have, not too confident. You have ability. You're not cocky. Yeah, confident no. versus cocky, whole different ball. Yeah, and, which yeah. I've never I've never been like Brett's cocky. Like no, I'm sure people think I'm cocky. Fuck I'm y'all. Sure, but like, <laughs> yes, anybody um, but thinks I'm cocky. A, there's a difference between being cocky and being confident. Like, yeah, there's definitely a hard hard line between the two. So yeah, you, no, for sure. You're learning a lot. You're and and that's with the music videos and everything like that. It, it, the more you do it, the more you get around. The more you learn, and it's 
it's cool. It's cool that you've already done a lot of this shit at 20 and you've had these music videos and like professional, good quality music videos, professional, great quality songs. Like you've Thank got you. a lot of good potential. I, I don't think, I don't think I've done enough. You know, I'm not really, I appreciate the nobody compliments, does, but yeah, nobody does. Man. I'm not satisfied. Not even no. a little bit. Honestly, you should be, I mean, not satisfied enough to be like, I'm taking a break, retiring, but like you should be proud of yourself. I don't that. you're obviously everyone's their own worst critic, but be proud of yourself for the work you do. Because if you look at other, you know, 20 aspiring, 20 year old aspiring rappers that could be doing better, mm -hmm. there's a lot of them that are not doing anything. Yeah. That they're just sitting and making beats on their iPhones and like trying, but like they're not getting anywhere. And you're at least taking the steps. You have the drive and you have the people around you that want to help you. Yeah. So give yourself some more credit. Let's, let's give a little bit of applause for Brett. He's doing a great job. Um, but don't let it go to your head, damn it. Yeah. No, never. Is there any shout outs you want to give while you're out here? Uh,. Shout out to everyone, essentially. Nah, well, I mean, yeah. Shout out to everybody that listens. Shout out to everybody that bought the uh, Dozen Zeus merch recently. Oh, yeah, buy that. I got to give you money for that. So. <laughs> You're fine. I'll give it to you Friday. You're fine. Um, yeah, shout out to everyone that does that and everyone that listens to me. Um, yeah, shout out to, uh, like, Louie, Dan, my engineers. You know, those are really Everyone good that guys. helps you sound good. Yeah, no, my, my manager, Bennett. Yeah. You know, yeah, good guy. Um everybody basically that just kind of helps me and molds Biko. i've already said Biko's name like five yeah, times already times. yeah just, but, but everyone, yeah Biko knows everyone that's helping you out um it's good yeah good you, it's good you have a supportive crew that wants to look out for you yeah and take care of you which is it's important and all these people seem like good friends so, so or yeah at least friends of friends that you can trust yeah no definitely i mean i i try to keep that line from uh business to friendship with certain Absolutely. people you know Absolutely. what i mean because like it's really weird for me because you go into this like before I worked with my engineer Dan Zorn at Studio yeah. Eleven. Yeah. Um, I was working with other people who are going to remain nameless, and I'll, and a few of these guys they would like be on their phones mid session, and or like smoke like hey smoke weed all you want that doesn't bother me I don't personally smoke and yeah. I don't really drink either yeah but you know when it, you're there be professional yeah be professional and I mean and that was my issue with a lot of these studios around here is like, you know, at the end of the day, now it's not getting in my head, but you're paying somebody for a service. If you pay somebody for a service, they're working for you. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Are. And it's, it's yeah. exactly what it is. If you're like, Hey, here's $500. You have to produce and engineer my stuff. I expect you, at least for mine, I would expect the guy I'm paying or the lady I'm paying or whoever I'm paying to do the service is going to do it professionally to hundred percent of their ability and I would prefer them not be fucked up. You know, yeah. like I, I couldn't do my job fucked up. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't, I mean, some people can, but you know, just be professional when you're working on stuff because it's really annoying and it's a waste of time to the artist and everybody else who's there to be like, all right, you're taking a 15 minute smoke break. This is cutting into my hour or two of a studio time. Like you're wasting my time. Yeah. I mean, that, spe speaking of like, like smoking cigarettes and stuff, like, I know you meant weed, but like somebody that does that, uh, my engineer does that. But what's cool about that is when I let him take like a five minute break to smoke a cigarette, right? No. But I let him put the headphones in and listen to the song when he's mixing it to yeah. give him an outside of the box look. Yeah. So th there's places where you can compromise, but yeah. I know 100% what you're saying. Like when it starts timing in to when the. It's, uh, it's affecting the production. Yeah. You really got to be like, you got to put right, your like, foot down. Let's go here. I mean, that's what I had to do. I mean, I. I, I I don't even know if fired's the right word, but immediately after the second time. No, no, I told him though, I'm like, I'm not gonna be working with you. 
I had a USB flash drive on me. I gave him the flash drive. I'm like, put all my shit on there. I'm out. Yeah. And I, I mean, paid him for that. I paid, it. Yeah, I paid him for it. He get, he did give me all the stuff. Yeah. And then I left. And yeah. I haven't talked to him since. And Good. I mean, you don't want to associate with people who are, you know, not super professional, especially if you're about that. If you're about yeah. being like, I want the best product for my money, mm-hmm. I want a good quality recordings and audio and editing and mastering. Because mastering's fucking hard. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've tried, and I'm like, eh, I'm not that great. But it's it's an experience thing. But you want to be able yeah. to, you, if you're putting money out, you want to be able to get the most for your money. And if people are going to dick around with that, you don't want to work with them. Yeah, I mean, th- this shit's expensive, too, dude. Like, not to totally get into that, but, like, I'm not going to put down numbers because it's irrelevant. But yeah. It's expensive. Like I could have. Let's let's ballpark and say you're spending five hundred dollars for an hour. I don't know what the rate it's is. It's like sixty five an hour, but I, I spend about. All right, I could say this. I spend about like four hundred dollars for like per song, so yeah. to speak, four to five hundred bucks, not including production with the beats, which I'm not going to say what I spend on that. Yeah, but um, it's an investment it, though. It, yeah, the point. It, it, it's expensive because then go shoot a video for a few thousand dollars and then you promote that with x amount of money yeah you know what i mean so like you know that it all adds up and that, you have a budget yeah and that's the difference so like anybody listening now you know and if you're an aspiring musician or you're like me or way bigger than me whatever you, whatever it is um you got to look yourself in the mirror and say do you want that gucci belt or do you want to you know put out good put, put that gucci belt into your music so yeah. to speak like yeah it's, it's a matter of when you have the money to spend on yourself do it, but in the if you're really serious about yeah. doing stuff, save your money, get the production value, get the equipment, get whatever. And yeah. I mean, like I, I, that's why I always like try not to outsource anything. I do. I try to learn most of my own shit mm-hmm. because then I'm like, oh, if I need an audio editor, it's me. If I need a video editor, it's me or Connor. Or like if I yeah. need something done, I know a group of people that'll like do it for free or cheap. Yeah, and because me- we're all one experience. But like, yeah, especially with stuff like music and mastering and all that. Yeah, stuff, you want to be able to you know spend your money wisely yeah see i I was like that before but it it was bad with me because like Mm -hmm. i um i had people that could mix me i still have people to this day that could record me for free yeah um and i started with them and then i stopped yeah you know what i mean because it's kind of like i didn't want to think that i could like juggle everything and i couldn't Mm -hmm. and it worked out in the best some people can some people some people can't some people can't like you can i can't i can't do that you know it's well, I went to school for this. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. So uh, it's training. It, it really is a training in practice, and if you have yeah. the desire. But if you don't want to learn to mix, master, edit, do all that stuff, fucking why should you? If you can get someone else to do it, fuck yeah, do it. Because yeah. then it's less stress on you to be like, oh, I got to do this and this and this. Like, I look at my podcast and all my work, and I'm like, I get stressed because I'm like, there's a lot to do. Mm. But I also love it. So it's like, yeah, all right, whatever. That, that's definitely something uh, – also, like with stimulus checks coming around, there's no unless you're living on if if you're living at home with mom and dad, I am. It's, I mean, it happens. Twenties, it's, it's is what time. it is, and and it's a pandemic. So, but if you're in a pandemic, let's say you're this is for the musicians that are working and they don't have res, like a lot of financial responsibility. Yeah. If you're getting these stimulus checks and you're shopping through Amazon and getting shit you don't need, mm-hmm. you don't fucking want it enough. No, you, you don't. don't. Yeah. You don't, yeah. and you know, and that's okay. You don't have to. You don't. No, I'm not judging people for not wanting it as much as, as I do. As you do, but, but you, I will the if they're complaining about it. You yeah, know what I mean? These are the sacrifices you have to make in order to yeah. do what you got to do. Like I spend way too much money on equipment, but it's worth it. It's worth it. You know, I've got the board, my big computer, my speakers. My I love it, and it works great. 
Yeah. And I, I, I mean, soundproofing this room is, is, was probably one, two, I bought three or four packages of these guys. And that was like 96 for like 180 or something or like 92. And I bought three of those soundproof the room as best as I could. I mean, all my equipment's probably like $10,000 overall. Wow. I have a, we have a lot of equipment spread between like the two houses and all this stuff and microphones, cameras, everything. So it's worth it though, because you make that investment, you get better stuff. Mm. When I was recording on, you know, this Yeti microphone that plugged directly into my computer, it was great for the time. It was great for the time. It works great if you know how to use it. Yeah. But then we got these microphones and this board and everything, and it works better. It's a matter, like you said, how bad do you want it? How do you want to spend the yeah. money? What are you willing to do to get the money to make yeah, the product? Yeah, actually, shout out to Logic, Bobby Boy, for... Uh, this I, mic is yeah, amazing. I, uh, I seen that uh, mic when he was like driving and going on tour and stuff and recording, Yeah, you know, and... It's a good mic. Yeah, a lot no, of a, a mic. lot of pro- podcasters and musicians use this from what I've what I understand. Um and it's great. It's something I'd recommend also if you are into podcasting remotely or at home or live. This Zoom mixer actually does live. Mm. So I can put the speaker output to like those big ones I have. And we I could mix and do a whole thing and record a live show. Is that sponsor affiliated or non sponsor? No, non sponsor affiliated. I wish it was. I really wish it was. Zoom would send me like a check for a hundred dollars. Oh, like, well, I spend that. some more money. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I can actually monetize on my podcast hosting site, and I was thinking about doing it once I figure it out. Because like if you do the, it's anchor.fm, mm-hmm. and if you 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 do their read, I think they send you like fifteen bucks or something like either mm-hmm. an episode. Or a flat thing, and I'm like, all right, fifteen bucks is fifteen bucks. If I read the sponsor for a little bit and find other sponsors, just use that to fund the production. Like, yeah. whatever. I don't give a shit about selling out for a little <laughs> bit just to get some yeah, money. I mean, fuck it, right? I mean, uh, also speaking of the Sure SM7, you know, and Logic and stuff. Yeah. Shout out to my boy uh, Jose Fernandez. He's the one that he's the brilliant mind behind the cover for Nightfall. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. That really um, good guy. That cover's really really sick. I'm pulling it up. That's the wrong thing. I'm going to pull it up now because it's, it's, what is it, like hand-drawn or? Yeah, so like he he has like, I, I, all right, I'm going to butcher this, Jose, if you're hearing this, but like it's with a computer or an iPad. Yeah. And he'll like draw it. Like my girlfriend does that stuff too mm-hmm. uh, with mm-hmm. like the iPads, but Jose is like, you know, he's crazy. Um, the more time you spend, better you get. Yeah, no, definitely. People that are like tattoo artists like my girl or like uh, Jose or. You know, he's not a tattoo artist, but he's an artist, you know, and like a lot of homage, a lot of respect yeah. to people oh, like yeah. that, man. Oh, yeah, because especially tattoo artists, if you're good, like that's a lot of skill to be like, this is permanent. Are you ready? And do a good <laughs> job. Like, yeah, I in the middle of my hot air balloon tattoo, mm-hmm. which is all straight lines. Yeah. And like line work. The artist was I was like, hey, what's your least favorite part about tattooing? He's like line work. And I'm halfway through my tattoo and I'm like. I don't even want to look. And then he finishes, wipes it off, and I'm like, that's crisp. I like it. We're done. Great work, Corey. Uh, which was, I think it was his name was Corey Bush out at Super Sauce. Great mm. work. Um, I'm dying for another tattoo. Yeah. I, yeah. I started doing stick and pokes on myself with Connor <laughs> because I couldn't spend oh, money. Well, it was quarantine and COVID, and I was like, I'm not getting a tattoo, and I don't have money for a tattoo. And then I was like, I'll let Connor tattoo me with a needle on my ankle. I don't care. It's It's fine. But, uh, um, so I saw on, um, some of the interwebs 
that there was a, a thing with your song Zeus and Eminem. Am I getting that right? Like, what's what's the deal with that? Yeah, uh, I, didn't, I didn't expect you to put that one up. But, uh, Too so, fucking bad. I'm like Barbara Walters, baby. <laughs> no, honestly, with the hard stuff. I don't, I don't even think uh, I'm on his radar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, for those of you that don't know, um, you brought it up, so I'll just say it. Uh, on, baby. I had Zeus come out in September, and there was some discussions behind the scenes with some people uh, that are, I don't want to say completely same circle, but they, yeah. they know each mm-hmm. other. Um. And then in December, I think it was December mm-hmm. or January, Eminem dropped a project. He had a song called Zeus. Oh. And uh, one of those lines, he said something like, doesn't said I couldn't do it or something like that, which uh-huh. is, you know, I'm not going to get into the full thing about that. But it, it was weird for the song to be called Zeus and then like the whole dozen and then like the, the same similar circle. Yeah. Um, but Maybe Eminem's just trying to attack little rappers. Like no, I mean, yeah, rappers. that's why, that's why like when people were asking me about it, like I messaged, uh, two people that are going to remain nameless about it. And they were like, nah, you're tripping. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm tripping. Yeah, and I still kind of think I'm tripping, but like, but in the back of your head, your brain is going to be like, well, what if, what if, I mean, it is a weird coincidence. Yeah. I, 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 World's full I, of I enjoy now. Eminem's music. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I don't want to, like, get to, you know, do what T. Grizzly did and, like, burn bridges. You know no, what I mean? Or, like, I, like I'm not going to. want to do that. Yeah, hell no. But, like, if it was ever, like, I don't know how to say this the correct way. Um, I, I, I don't want to say more direct either because it was just so weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the Zeus and then a dozen and then like all that stuff and the conversation that happened. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, I don't want nothing to do with that. No, you don't but, want to get involved with stuff. Yeah. Like that. But, uh, it's I, interesting. I, it's yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's no, cool. I, I'm definitely gonna probably shed, shed more light on that in the future. Yeah. You should, if you find out more information. Yeah, no, definitely. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap up this episode of Rook on the radio. Uh, I'm really, again, thank you so much for coming out and doing this for me. Um, if you ever want to come back on, yeah. email rookontheradio at gmail.com. You yeah. can also just fucking text me. But yeah. any of you out there listening who um, want to reach out and get on the show, talk about whatever you want, rookontheradio at gmail.com. This has been Rook on the Radio. That has been Dozen. And I'd like thank to thank you. you all for listening, and thanks for coming out. Can you tell me you love me? Tell me you really care for me. Tell me you miss who we ever wanna be there for me. Tell me you wanna be together around love story. Now, now, now I gotta do better, do better. Haven't felt this way that I do right now. Gotta pick myself right.